Welcome to Live, Loud, and Laundry, the bi-weekly podcast talking about everything from Bandcamp and beyond. This week we have Pat Jr., a hip-hop artist from Raleigh, North Carolina, with us. What Pat Jr. does different is he tries to inspire and uplift the youth and the community with his soulful beats and his incredible lyrics. We're going to be playing a song called Better Days from his newly released album, Smoke Signals, and then we'll be right to the interview. This is just a momentary crowd of space. Pick your head up, get your focus under, lay them sunny waves coming. So you gotta see them better days, better days, better days. I can see them 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 coming, better days, better days. I can see them better days. All right, so we're here with Pat Jr. How are you doing, Pat? Doing pretty good, man. How about you? I'm doing all right. Life in Raleigh suiting you well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing good, man. Just uh, just working hard, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you probably know this. I'm doing this full-time now since last year, and uh, it can it can be a little frightening sometimes, you know, um, but, it, you know, all is well. Um, it's working itself out, so, yeah, I'm doing good, man. So did you uh leave another job to start doing this full time or uh no actually what ended up happening was so uh last year um I had gotten laid off from the fourth job in my 7 years of being married so I got married in 2010 and and I've had four jobs in those seven years and each of them I've gotten laid off from. And so uh, I really believe that was just kind of like the final sign for me to go and pursue this, you know, music thing and an art thing, if you will, full time. Tell me if I'm wrong. You're a, you're a beat maker before uh, you just started writing lyrics or were you, oh, no, were you doing no, it about the same time? No, not at all. Oh, uh, okay. Well, okay, I started off as a beat maker cause I, I really think there's a difference between, um, I really believe there's a difference between producing and beat making, but yeah, yeah, beat making, excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, um, I started off, you know, making beats around the same time I started um, pursuing music or rapping or the art of rapping, if you will, seriously. I mean, I, I've been around music all my life um, and, and I've been around the arts all of my life. So, you know, my mom started off, she started out writing her own poems. Um, she never pu- published any of them, but she started writing her own poems early on. Um, you know, I want to say, gosh, when she was like 25, 26, I can't remember. But, you know, she introduced me to poetry first and then introduced me to, you know, to hip hop, you know. So I've always been around the arts, like, my grandfather was an on-site engineer for the Cosby show. My uncle played the drums for a few bands and stuff. So, like, I've always been around music and the arts for my life. And it was only a matter of time before I started diving into, you know, doing my own, uh, you know, creative, you know, things, if you will. So, uh, yeah, like, I started rapping 
just kind of messing around and stuff like middle school, high school, wasn't really anything serious. And then I think I put out like one project in high school and I had stopped rapping. That's another long story for a particular reason, but that's a, that's a totally different story. But I stopped rapping for a while. And then when I graduated from college, I actually like was like, okay, I'm going to pursue this thing seriously. I don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, let's just, you know, let's just do it, you know? And so that was in 2010. And that's when I actually started, you know, making beats, but I've evolved into a producer now. So I'm actually getting up with artists in the session, you know, creating music that's specifically for their voice. It can be rapper, singer, um, and being involved in the writing process, even, even writing some of the lyrics too, you know? So, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, I would say, I would like to say I've evolved into a producer. Um, but I, I definitely was a, a, a writer, you know, slash rapper first. And then I, I dived into the whole, po- you know, uh, I'm sorry, not poetry, but producing thing. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of how it came about. But I mean, like I said, last year, uh, you know, I got laid off from my job and ever since then, I just kind of been, you know, pursuing it. I, I do video too, low key. Uh, so I'm, you know, writing <laughs> story- yeah, like I'm writing storyboards and shooting film and all that. And, you know, hopefully I can do that on a, hopefully I can do that. I- like on a bigger scale later on in life. But for right now, it's just kind of like, you know, uh, you know, just doing smaller projects and stuff. So, yeah, man. So we'd expect a short film from you on your YouTube channel in the next few years. Maybe, maybe <laughs> like, I, I nice, mean, nice. Yeah. I mean, like maybe I, I'm, I have an idea. I have a few ideas. Like I have a few, you know, draft scripts that I, I actually wrote a, a short film script um it's crazy you said that because i wrote a lot of people don't know this but i wrote a short film script uh last year to help me write my album ah okay yeah so i so what was that a, script about and how did it help you write the album well so yeah so initially i had an idea to and I don't want to give too much away because I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, no, I'll give you the gist of it. Like hmm, some of the existential uh, characteristics um, of, of myself, just, you know, some of just the characteristics of myself and, you know, who I am, um, I made them characters in a sense in, in the short script, just different personalities you know, uh, not different personality, different characteristics, different, uh, states in my life. So, um, there's a, a younger version of me that plays a character. Like, so it's, it's a different case, a, a totally different character. It's not me, but like he has some of my story coming, like, you know, coming up as a youth, you know what I mean? And then, then there's a, that guy, that young guy has a mentor, and I was a mentor professionally. Um, I did some mental health stuff when I was in college, but I'm also just a mentor in life to some people. So that was a character. And there were some other people, too, that were, you know, extensions of myself. You know what I mean? Um, and at first I was just like kind of writing it 
to help me write certain songs. Um, I don't know if you listened to the album. So the album last year was was Learning to Live in the Day. Um, I've I've heard some songs from that. I've listened to mostly Smoke Signals, but I've, yeah, yeah. I've listened to some. I actually I think I sat down and listened to the whole album one, uh, one one list like just sat down and listened to the whole thing. It was it was great. I mean, Thanks, there's no man. difference in qual. There's no difference in quality of uh, lyricism and beats from the two albums. I mean, they're different, but um, the quality is still the same. It's still yeah, really good. Yeah, stuff, well, I appreciate you know? that, man. Thank you. You know, I put out learning to live in the day, but in the writing process. So like for example, like Black as Bird is it's in that record i give like a history of or some of the things that i've saw that i've seen or that i saw when i was a uh, a professional mentor if you will um you know working in mental health uh i think they called them like paraprofessionals or something like that but anyway when i did that and well in black is bird i give some different accounts of different young people that I've worked with that I've worked with, you know what I mean? And in that, in that verse, um, without saying any names or anything, but, you know, on a professional level and on, you know, just, uh, just some, uh, a regular, like kind of like unprofessional mentor level, you know, just like a life mentor level. And so I share that. And so I actually, how that song came about was a combination of, me listening to or being introduced to um Nina Simone's uh Black as Bird through this movie I think it was like All of the Lights or or a, I can't remember the name of the movie but anyway the movie was about this girl who was a singer and a model and she was sad cuz her mom kind of like forced her to do these things all her life and she was you know being abused verbally and stuff like that and then this bodyguard guy comes along and he ends up kind of changing her perspective on life and everything. And she remakes um, Nina Simone's Black as Bird because that was a song she used to sing when her mom would sign her up for like talent shows and stuff. So I'm like, yo, this song is like really dope. Who's the original singer of the song? And it was Nina Simone. And so once I did that research and I ended up writing you know, about that character doing backstory on that character that was going to be in the short film, I ended up um, writing the song Black as Bird, you know, and so like the two just kind of came together, you know what I mean? Um, do you have, do you have any like, um, I know a lot of artists will take clips from songs, do you have any like um, of those in, in the song itself, like any backtracks from the from the original song or is it all original content? Oh, you mean like, uh, yeah, definitely the, um, the percussion, um, groove is definitely sampled from the original record. Like none of the vocals are sampled, but like the, yeah, the percussion groove, like when I heard it, I was like, yeah, I want to use this. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So, and and yeah, so I mean, so that's how, that's how it came about. So, I mean, yeah, I, I say all that to say like, writing like I'm definitely a writer you know I'm not yeah you know like I I don't just write music I I write you know short films as well and so you know I um I definitely plan on incorporating that in some kind of way you know in the future you know hopefully it'll be I definitely want to do a short film man I'll say that so yeah yeah so I think one thing that made me um, want to interview you and and do, and all this is um, 
your lyrics and and what you stand by as an artist um it, it shows on your you know you say it, you say it on your um website is that you're you know you're looking to uplift people and uh I, and, and i know I don't, I don't think i know that in a lot of your songs um you 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 try to tell people to be more humble in a way and i hope i'm not getting that wrong but um are what are what are your what are your plans um for the future going uh going forward do you um hope to continue down the same path of uh you know trying to uplift people through your lyrics or do you find yourself maybe changing what you do with your lyrics i mean no i i definitely i definitely plan on staying on the same path of just being introspective you know about my life and i try to do that through my life I, I try not to, I, I try to, what I try to do is I try not to come off as preaching in my music and I hope I don't, <laughs> but do I, do I come off preaching in my music? Uh, no, I, I think, I mean, uh, I'm looking at the lyrics cause I, cause you know, I've been listening to better days. Like, okay. On repeat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, I, I feel like you're just trying to show people, you know, your struggles and like how you've humbled yourself. And, and me personally, I feel like it's, you telling everyone like how um you become a better person, uh how you struggled with yeah. um you know uh you know you said you said when your lyrics has never really had an ID, you know like you're struggling. It shows that you're struggling to like figure out who you are. Yeah. Um, and and I think I think you're not preachy. I, I think you're just trying to tell people. <laughs> you know like like how rappers do. They try to yeah, tell people. Yeah. Well, well, good rappers, not all rappers, but right. Good rapper, good rappers try to you know say like this is what i've been through and they're trying to help people learn from what they've been through and i, yeah. I, I just say i think that's what you're doing and i think it's incredible thanks um, man. i think it's i think it, i think you have um a very good influence on on the youth you know if if people listen to your music more maybe they would be better people <laughs> yeah well i mean and that's what i was going to exact uh say and I, I wanted to hear your perspective and i'm glad you said that um but I definitely, that's not my aim to come out preaching in my music, but more so to uplift people, to challenge people's thoughts and perspectives by sharing my life or sharing as I do in some of my songs, other people's, you know, um, experiences, uh, you know, so I, I, you know, like I, you know, like I said, I just, I'm definitely continuing in that path. Um, I will say that I've become more, even more transparent on a deeper level because a lot of the experiences that you're hearing now are fresher than on my last few, you know, um, projects, especially last year, I would say last year's album, some of those experiences were fresh, but some of them were also other people's experiences that I know. Well, I mean, uh, speaking of this fresh, I mean, there's a lyric in one of your songs talking about um, you thought you thought the man had to make all the money and all the pay, and uh, it, you know, it, I'm I'm sure that's a fresh experience. Maybe oh yeah, you know, get, getting laid off and maybe your wife had to help out a lot and you know, yeah yeah pro- definitely probably struck probably struggling with those feelings and. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of deep. It's a lot of deep stuff, man. You know, you're really trying to. It seems, and sometimes, sometimes it just seems, and it's not a bad thing, 
that you're just trying to, you know, uh, use it as like a cathartic way to, you know, get things off your chest. And, that, and that's right. not bad. I mean, people do that all the time and it's not. Yeah, it yeah, of course. It, it like, doesn't it doesn't make for terrible music. It makes for great music. I mean, yeah, definitely. good music comes out of struggle. Yeah, I um, um like I, I just uh, no, I mean, not at all. Like I, I'm comfortable with with being who I am and being transparent. I, I mean, that was definitely a struggle for me, which is obvious in, you know, that, you know, that song. Uh, I mean, well, Better Days is actually more so of a brighter perspective on things that happened in the past, you know, because like I said, on my older material, it was more darker, definitely, um, you know, and and I hope people could see, like, I, I, I do my best, and I've had a few friends tell me this, like, you know, or people, or I've had a few people that watch me from afar and just say, like, yo you always, you know, try to promote positivity and, and healthy relationships and stuff like that. Um, but I know just based off of hearing your music, your world isn't perfect. And I'm like, nah, not at all. I'm not perfect. You know, um, a lot of people, no, no, not at all. I mean, like a lot of people don't realize this and maybe this is just my fault because I didn't spoon feed it good enough. But like my last album, my apologies part two, like was, you know, I, I remember talking about this just the other day. Like, a lot of people don't realize that um, My Apologies Part 2 was a diss record to my wife. You know what I'm saying? And there was a little bit of, like, there was a little bit of jerkism there, if you will. Like, me being a a, a, a hole or whatever um, towards my wife. And so, that's granted. But, I mean, some of those things that were happening, you know, were true. You know what I'm saying? And, and... I was wrong in a lot of ways, but some of those things that were happening were true. And so like, nah, my life isn't perfect. And I hope that the experiences that I can, that I, you know, share, uh, can help people, you know, uplift people or give people or challenge people's perspectives or give them a new perspective about things that they might have the wrong perspective on. And so, yeah, man, like I, I want to continue in that vein. Um, I don't knock, like, I like some of the party music that's out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, real talk, man. I'm, you know, some people may not know this, uh, but I'm a fan of, you know, uh, Cardi B. Like, I love Bodak Yellow. You know what I'm saying? That's my joint. But that's <laughs> that's not me. There are a lot of rappers that I feel are inherently terrible. Uh, but they, every yeah. now and then, they'll have that one, <laughs> they'll have that one song that I'm like, all right, I get fuck with this um, yeah he said i like that inherently <laughs> terrible <laughs> well like xx i'm gonna Tentacon, have to use that like xxx Tinicon, you know his stuff i'm sure everyone's heard about him i think it's i think it's trash i'm sorry like half of the stuff is just trash and uh yeah but then he comes out but then he comes out without then he comes out with tracks like jocelyn and flores which is like this very lo-fi hip-hop smooth song it's you know, it's beautiful and I'm like, all right, I, I guess I guess some things are all right. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, I was shocked at that, too. Like, for me, it's hard to support him because I'm all about knowing a person's morals. You know what I'm saying? And, and for me, it's hard for me to support him because of some of the things that he's been accused of. And not just that, but just, like, sometimes some of the things that he says – 
you know, it's just very outlandish and very, uh, very sketch. And it's, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, uh, like I, I respect him as a person, like as a human being, because I mean, God forbid anything bad happened to him. But at the same time, it's like, I can't support him as an artist. Um, it's, it's hard for me to support anybody as a, as an artist who, who blatantly, like they have, like I said, here again, like here again, nobody's perfect, but I, I could support somebody who has done wrong in the past and say, like, they care about their wrongs. And it's like, yo, I'm not perfect. I, I mess up, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm working on myself. That's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why Eminem is so respectable, you know? Right. Exactly. But when people just kind of just do, just do shit and you know what I mean? It's just, and, and they, they don't have no, they have no regards to how they live life and they just treat people bad or they say bad things to people or they have these type of cases sitting in front of them. And it's like, okay, I don't know if it's true. But there's so much evidence out there that's saying it is. Yeah. <laughs> like I, with, with I have a the, hard time with him supporting and the beating you, bro. Of girlfriend. You said what now? With him and beating his uh, girlfriend or yeah. girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you he know. has very respectable lyrics. You know, can't keep his, <laughs> his pants. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these are very well thought out lyrics. You know. And what I mean, and it, it's um, crazy <laughs> you say that too because when you listen to his lyrics. Like, and what he's being accused of, the behaviors kind of match up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. But then, but then here's another thing. Here's another way to look at it. And this is where my heart, like, goes out to him because I hear the album that he just put out. And it's, it's like an open, open letter of depression. And as a black man, I have to respect it because you know, dealing with depression in the black community, especially as a black man is very taboo. And so for him to put that out there like that, like, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, like, yeah, I mean, man. I, res- I re- you know, I, re- I respect a lot of his new album. Like I said, Jocelyn Flores is from his new album. It's very deep. It's very emotional. It's yeah. And it's kind of like, yo, depression. like he, he might have some mental and emotional stuff going on that, you know, he, he, de- he might need help, you know? He don't might need help. He no, he does help. need help. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I'm just saying. Like he, it's it's twofold. It's kind of like, man, this person is doing some jacked up things, and it's not excusable. But at the same time, them doing jacked up things could be the fruit, or could be the the response because of things they went through themselves in the past, and so you know, like. People like I told you, like I used used to work with youth who had mental health problems and a lot of their behavior in school at home was a response or reactions or natural for them because of how they got treated at home or they could have been adopted. But, you know, their mom or their dad beat up on them, you know what I'm saying, or sexually abused them. You know, so that's the reason why they have some of these behaviors. And I share my faith sometimes in my music, especially yeah, as, yeah. A, like, as a Christian. I believe in loving people. And I also know that, hey, people mess up. People do these things, you know, bad things or whatever. But it's 
it's really a heart issue. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. people need yeah. to be loved on and help, man. You know, so. So um, just to go back to music for, you know, a bit. Um, you're obviously different from the rest of uh, what I would consider to be modern hip hop and rap. Um, your, your influences from your mother uh, show a lot in your music. Um, I would call it, I would call you jazz hip hop. Uh, a lot of your stuff is a lot more jazzy and okay. feels feels more like a Gil Scott Heron, uh, you know. Shout out for for most of the time if you know who that is. Yeah, um, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, obviously, um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is is, is your stuff's really good. I mean, beat wise, it's it's amazing. Uh, so do you do you um, yourself? make everything drums uh all that or do you have people come in how is it a collaborative experience or is it more just like you sitting there making all the beats and stuff Mm, well um so i will say this i don't know if you know this the smoke signals project uh was a remix project of black and mild so the smoke signals of course was produced entirely by synopsis uh shout out to him um and and cooley high um he's one of the producers in uh which i see them as the uh raleigh hometown heroes uh the hometown heroes of raleigh you know who are who happen to be uh hip-hop artists and you know he's one of their producers so he produced the whole smoke signals project um he brought back one of the the tracks from learning to live in the day which was the outlet um and we renamed it flex craven on you know the the remix project so shout out to him um, but the original Black and Mild project was completely produced by me. Um, it's the first project that I completely did all by myself. I didn't get any assistance on it. Uh, so do that, you play drums and instruments like that? Because there's some really, there's some really intricate drum parts in there. It there is, and <laughs> thanks to modern technology and ah, the gotcha. knowledge, <laughs> the knowledge that I have. With when it comes to mixing, and also quick shout out to my homie Daniel Steele. Um, he's he produced uh, on the last album last year, and Stephen he produced uh, Stepping Out the Back Cave. So uh, that's the homie. He's taught me a lot. Him, uh, my homie uh, Slums, Oak City Slums. He's taught me a lot. They're they're like. Uh, they are big homies to me when it comes to just life and just music. But yeah, so when it comes to mixing techniques, I've learned how to make certain things sound like it was actually played. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, that was a leap of faith for me because I've never produced a full project for myself. Um, and I just was well, like... Well, it came out perfectly. I mean... Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, you did a good job. I mean, first time ever. And I'm know? glad you said that because that's that's an encouragement to to me. The fact that you think some of those instruments were were live. You know what I mean? Um, no, yeah, no. They sound. They sound. I mean, the the drums sound intricate. They sound. Uh, they don't sound like you used the loops or anything. You know? Yeah. Even if you did. Uh, so so yeah, no, it sounds great. Yeah, it's, I, I it's just a good album. <clears throat> yeah, I you know I I appreciate it, man. I, I just uh, no, like I I do, um, sometimes I do chopping, sometimes I I, I do, you know, uh, my own drum patterns and just use certain sounds to make them sound like 
their acoustic or whatever. So, yeah, you know, I, I take different approaches to, you know, different beats or whatever. But for you to categorize me, to put me in that that kind of like new age kind of jazz, you know, hip hop feel like that's that's great. I will oh, say yeah. it sounds a lot like Gil Scott. I mean, not not like it's not like you're ripping off, but it's like definitely influence influential. And yeah, I put you guys near the same category. So. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say that. However, uh, well, not I wouldn't say everybody, because when you listen to last year's album, you get that when you listen to Stepping Out of the Batcave, you you kind of get that. Not really. And then this this last project, you definitely get it. But for the next one, I will say. I'm going to throw some people off. It's definitely going to have the same message. It's, it's more introspective. It's more transparent. But it's, it's definitely, as far as sound, people aren't going to really know how to categorize Pat, please don't, <laughs> so, Pat, please, please don't tell me you're going to follow the modern hip-hop age and go into beat fetishism and trap music. <laughs> no, I mean, no, not, well, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. If you're familiar with, um, if you're, if you're familiar with Mick Jenkins, if you're familiar with Saba, um, even Chance the Rapper and some of his music, if you listen, a lot of some of well, some of their music have kind of like this modern. I did a little bit of a, a little bit of it on Better Days and Oh No from Black and Mild. You can hear the kind of modern hip hop feel, and that's why I say it, that's why I say it has that kind of modern jazzy hip hop, you know, mixture of those uh sounds. But if you listen to any of those other guys, you can hear they have they kind of mix genres. And so this one will definitely sound more modern, but it'll still have the same lyrical content and it'll have that musical element that I always bring to the table. So So um just to just to like round off here and um talk about some uh, technical stuff because because uh, when it comes to hip hop it's it's all about like the post production and stuff like that. Um, your first song on Smoke Signals, uh-huh. um, where you have like you know you going and buying uh, Black and Milds and stuff like that. And, yeah. And I don't I don't know if that was on Black and Mild or whatnot. Um, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. D- so how did you record that and and how did you edit that? Um, just you know getting out of the car doing all those things, you know, kind of like going through the day in the life of yeah. getting some getting some black and milds. Yeah, so, okay, so first question, let me ask you this. Let me ask you, respond, uh, right. respond with a question. Did it sound good? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it sounded, it was uh, artsy, it was artistic. Okay. And I think it, uh, I think it sounded, it sounded great. I, I like the uh, ambient you had in the background of it. Okay. Um, Cool. Well, yeah, yeah, it sounded good. I was just trying to see how you did. Yeah, no, I'm gonna tell you. I want. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know if it, you know, like, okay, it sound good. Oh, dope. Um, nah. So I I use the Tascam, uh, recording mic. I can't. I I can't remember what model it is. I think it's the DR40. Um, and I use that to record some of my original sounds in my production i use it to i got some really dope sounds i went to uh puerto rico a couple months back and got some really dope sounds there um and i'm actually using it now so yeah i use i used that and i had a shirt um 
and it had like a front pocket. So I just stuck it in my front pocket, turned it on and, you know, just made sure the leveling and everything was right and just walked in a gas station and brought the black and mild. <laughs> that was it, man. You know, do you remember what gas station it was just just for fun? Uh, I think it was a shell. Yeah. Uh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a Sheets fan myself. Oh, um, yeah. yo, please don't get me started, man. I love Sheets, man. Like, <laughs> Sheets, is, their food is so dope, man. Nobody can't yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. different, man. No, you, you can't tell me different. Sheets ain't good. They're uh, burritos. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, man. You get so much, so much. Oh, it's packed. It's, it's, it's packed bad food. for you, but. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so bad for you. You know it's bad for you. <laughs> They just try to make it seem like it's better because they, they look better than the usual, you know. Right. Than than your normal gas station. Right. But it's still it's still gas station food. Don't get don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, yo, um, I can't I can't knock them because they cook it fresh. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh no, they don't. They don't cook it fresh. They don't. I thought they did. Nah, <laughs> I got two friends that worked at Sheets. They keep unfresh, fre- uh, unfresh as oh, possible. Oh, so it's like packaged. Well, I mean, I will it's, say, yeah, it's packaged, and then they heat it up, and then they have it in like warmers. Well, I, like I will say <laughs> that the quality, because I haven't eaten like McDonald's in years or Burger King in years, but the quality of their of their food is much. It's not so much better, but it, well, it is. It's much better than that stuff. Like. Yeah, I mean it's not as bad. It's just it, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not fresh. Okay, I, I got thought it two. Was fresh. I got two <laughs> friends. That, <laughs> you're like I'm learning some new things today. Revelations. Oh man, that's uh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's still nah, good it's, though. It, it is so good. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's great. I I eat it all the time. Two o'clock, got a paper due. Going to go to she. <laughs> She's that's only cool, two minutes man. away. Yeah. Um, so to, to, to finish off here, um, so what are your plans for the future? And, uh, if you have any advice out there for, you know, young rappers or young artists, uh, what would you, what would you, uh, say to them to get started uh, and stuff like that? Well, as far as, as far as my plans, I'm definitely working on new music. I'm always working on new music, but I'm, I'm definitely working to put out a project, um, in the near future. So are you are you touring locally anytime or no i'm actually i've got a plan for that we're working on that um but i i I do have some traveling plans uh actually in the next couple of months or so to kind of go and you know politic with certain people in other states and kind of build those bridges or whatever um to tour in the future uh but for right now i'm just working on music um, I have a great manager, um, a shout out to Mike Luna. Um, he runs moon artists. And so like, he's a great guy. Like he's just been helping me, you know, with just planning as an artist and building those connections and all that stuff like that. Uh, so I, I am, I am building those networks and those connections, but you know, mainly right now I'm just politicking and working on music. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna be releasing some new music soon. And as far as words of advice to artists, I would say uh, I I have this collective called Be Absolute, and it's based off just things that I have struggled with in the past. Uh, being comfortable with who I am, 
And because I wasn't comfortable with who I am, I couldn't be great at what I do. And so that's what Be Absolute stands for, is to be authentically you and to be great at whatever it is that you do. Because a lot of people struggle with self-identity and, you know, and that prevents them from being great at whatever it is they do in life. Artists, even if you work a conventional nine to five, whatever it is. And so I will say that, like the key to having success as an artist, I don't know what that success is or what it looks like because it's different for people on different levels. Uh, but just be authentically who you are as a person um, and, you know, and that one, and that will enable you to start being great at what you do because, man, I can't stand poor art that's put out. There's nothing wrong with making bad art <laughs> behind closed doors, but when you put, like, put out great content, man, you know, and, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, the, the best way, I would say definitely the first step in putting out great content is finding out who you are and being authentically you. Because as we discussed in this conversation, I'm pretty sure that there are some artists out there who are popular now. They, you know, their music or their art isn't that great. And they could probably be a lot better <laughs> if they were, you know, authentically, you know, them. So, yeah. I mean, look at, you know, look at Chance. He just got an award, and he's still an independent producer, uh, and he's making soulful stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, he, he like, stayed he stayed true to him, you know? And it's a beautiful thing to see stuff like that, man, you know? So, yeah. A lot of people are calling it, you know, a, a step in the right direction, and I think it is. Yeah. Well, thank you, Pat, so much for being on. Uh, thank you for being an artist and to continue to uplift people and to just thank you for having good lyrics and having some uh, inspiration to, you know, the community. And it's nice to see that coming and stemming out of North Carolina. Um, so, I, yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate you. No problem, man. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Live, Loud, and Laundered. We are going to end off now with a single from Pat Jr. called SOTB. We hope that you will join us in a few weeks for our final episode of Season 1 with Rock Nation. Like always, rock on. And I'm the next second X weapon text sketching Always drawn Logans on the older man. older man Maybe I'm the best threat in deck stretch of next step and rising to the level I'm supposed to be, supposed to be. Status on the lowest key Contemplation Doctored all my wounds I'm trying to find the patience I feel the time escaping To minimize the silly mind evasions And kill the prime anxious Look, I don't really know It's around the corner But I square up and prep like exponents Rising from cover Fizz to pull I see the sources for it and lay the source to dormant, but somehow I magnetize the leeches, man, the course is torrent. Uh, I can't afford to force the focus on it. My fate is face to torment, so I plow with gracious forward. See, strategy's important. You gotta choose whether to Bruce Wayne or throw the mask on them. Got my focus on when I'm stepping out the back, eh? Yeah. Know what's going down when I'm stepping out the back, eh? Yeah. yeah.
Got my grizzly on when I'm stepping out the back, okay? Uh. Know what's going down when I'm stepping out the back, okay? Yeah. Insecureness and purpose, it used to be the struggle Till I discovered I'm thrice a beast Just remove the muscle, serve us Then have God come beat the doubts and wonder That climate shift gave a lot of wind To the inner rumble, heard of rust Been a joker grin just to lighten up Despite the rough seasons Got Gotham fall just to spice it up Sighting such initially spice a gut With a titan rush But this faith walk got me balancing And my wife is clutch I peep the patterns like telegraphing And Morse code And the demographics with being black is the war so the fight for freedom is found in the storm's fever a gift from god that impedes us when tripping hard off the meter a credence that's needed when you tip the scale and you close to edging do a dive a cannonball into mental madness so forget the lazarus pit i'm trying to die a legend good husband father and artist until my final resting got my focus on when i'm stepping out the back hey yeah know what's going down when i'm stepping out the back